Well, we would normally say good morning, everybody, but good evening, everybody. How you all doing? This is CA On Air Personality on the iHeartRadio Network. Hope everybody's doing well today. We've got a very special evening edition, the late Charles Stanley. We got a message we're going to be playing here shortly that you guys are going to really love. And uh, so I want you to stay tuned here in just a little bit. Also, I've got some prayer requests. I got at least four I need some assistance on. And Popcorn Bill's in the studio. I'm at my home base studio. We've been dealing with some weather situations. Uh, temperatures have just been just so hot that uh, iHeart said, just if you can, just do your podcast at the home base studio. So I went on ahead, and that's what we've been doing. But of course, I have to do them in the evening sometimes because of other things that go on. So anyway, we're here. My home base studio, I got Popcorn Bill, I, I, I'm sorry, Popcorn Bob. I don't know why I say Popcorn Bill. We got Bus Captain Bill, now we got Popcorn Bob. So Popcorn Bob is here in the studio with me. We're going to introduce him, and I'm going to have him help me out with prayer request. Uh, and then we got another great Christian song, and after the prayer request, and then we're going to have Charles Stanley, the late Charles Stanley, one of his messages. I've had a lot of y'all ask me, CA, when are you going to put Charles Stanley on? Well, we got him. We're going to put him on, okay? All right, let's get ready to get Popcorn Bob introduced. I tell you guys, that popcorn Bob is amazing. Okay, I know I almost called him Popcorn Billy. Sitting there, pointing his finger at me. Let's—it's uh, a good finger. It's not a bad finger. We got to keep it clean here at Face Studio Two, and uh, just outside, ten minutes outside of uh, Fort Worth, Texas. Let's give him a cheer. How about a mighty hand clap? And I mean mighty hand clap. Come on, we normally give a morning crow. How about some evening crows? Where's my crows at today? <laughs> Oh, all right. Quit laughing at him, team. Somebody whistle at him in the background, producers. Okay, thank you. Drum roll. And yes, I'm going to give him some fanfare. He well deserves it. 
Let's count countdown for Popcorn Bob. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Well, it's the second time on the air. And welcome again to the Morning Brew Christian Podcast Show, special evening edition, Charles Stanley evening. Uh, and I've got Popcorn Bob here just for a little bit. Popcorn Bob, how are you doing? See, hey, I'm doing just fine, and how's everybody doing? And I heard that you want me to come in here and do some prayer requests with you. Join together, united in prayer with our uh, radio listeners. Of course, I'm going to let you read all this off. You got four of them, I presume, right? Yes, I do. But before we do, Popcorn Bob, how's business going? See, hey, let me tell you, since these kids have been out of school, let me tell you, I am popping popcorn like it's no tomorrow. In fact, the supplier says, Popcorn Bob, where in the world is your business? Why did it double and triple all of a sudden? I said, well, I said, I give it all to the Holy Spirit through Jesus Christ, my Lord, who helped me get my business up and running. And, you know, we've been in business now for about 28 years. Oh, that's wonderful. You know, my late grandfather, when he owned the electric company, Fort Worth Electric Motor Service? Yes, he was in business for 38 years. Well, well, who ran the office? <laughs> it wasn't me, it was my grandma. And boy, she was full Italian. And I'm just going to keep it clean since this is a, a Christian <laughs> podcast. Uh, she cussed in Italian. I didn't understand a word she was saying, but uh, she cussed at my grandfather. Oh my goodness gracious! <laughs> she hey, that is just too hilarious. I can't see grandmother was she one tough cookie. Well, she loved family. She was all about families. Most Italians are. And a little history, popcorn Bob. My great grandmother was also full Italian. So let's go back. My great grandma was full Italian. She owned three apartment complex buildings in Memphis, Tennessee. Guess who the tenants were? I think I have an idea, but I'm going to go ahead and let you say it there, she, eh? Okay. It was uh, Gladys, the colonel, and young Elvis Presley. She said he was an honorary little rascal. <laughs> I bet he was. She's probably all over there. Probably drove her insane, didn't she? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what she said. Absolutely. But those were good times, and I'm glad I got to meet. I only got to meet my great-grandma twice. I've, every once in a while, I'll post a picture of me and my brothers and my late other late-grandma. So it goes like this, you know, my grandmother, full, great-grandma, full Italian, grandma, full Italian, my mom, 50% Italian, me, Heinz 57 bottle. <laughs> You're a Heinz 57, they better not put you on that shelf there, buddy, use you as a steak sauce. Sometimes I feel like I am. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious, yeah. Oh, that's just too hilarious here, buddy. That's right. Well, I want you to sit back and listen in. Uh, we got four prayer requests. I'm glad you're doing well. Thank you for joining me very briefly. I know you got to go pop popcorn, and I know it's not Jiffy Pop. She ate. Why would you even say Jiffy Pop? <laughs> no, it's Popcorn Bob. Popping is on mix. You know what I mean? But I'm glad I could stop in because the studio is not too far from where I got to head to my next destination for delivery. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, Popcorn Bob and radio listeners, we got four of them. And uh, the first one is Barry in the United States. He writes me, says, Good morning, CA. I need prayer for patience and peace delivering in delivering. I'm sorry, let's repeat that. I need prayer for patience and peace in dealing with my wife in custody of my children. 
Hmm. Well, we've all been in different situations, and Barry, I'm really sorry to hear that. You definitely, it's a very much of a catch-22. You know, you love your neighbor like you love yourself, but what you've got to do is try to meet in the middle, meet in a safe haven area to get this custody of your children. Um, have you thought about marital counseling, or have you went, I don't know where you are in the uh, attorney general office for your state, see if you can meet them, or even get free legal aid. I would get some free legal aid if I were you. Uh, and father's rights and just try to find out what you can do to try to get some peace or get a mediator. You know, mediation's really good. I'm not an attorney, so I don't practice law. I used to be a notary, but I always told people, I said, I'm not an attorney and I don't practice law. But uh, me and uh, Popcorn Bob are going to pray for you. Yes, yeah, if I could just interrupt for a minute there, Barry, in the United States, you know, I would get a mediator myself and, and, and try to meet in the middle with her, but try to stay as, you know, you don't have to be like openly nice, but be nice for the children's sake. And of course, just to have peace, you know what I mean? You got to have some kind of form of peace, even though the circumstances of the divorce and everything. So let's, we're going to let CA do the prayer here. We're going to come united as prayer and we're going to pray for you, my dear brother in Christ. Yes, we are. Uh, thank you, Popcorn Bob. So dear Jesus, we come together united in prayer. And uh, as radio listeners, God, we just pray right now for Barry in the United States. He needs prayer for patience and peace, dealing with his wife and custody of his children. God, I just pray that you just be with him and help him through this whole situation, for we give it to you all. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you, Popcorn Bob. Okay, Olivia in Pennsylvania writes me and says, C.A., please continually pray for my mom. She is under a lot of stress taking care of us and finishing work at her old job. Praise the Lord that she found a new job. Thank you. Well, it sounds like it's a combination. Olivia in Pennsylvania will be more glad to do that. Sounds like to me it's a combination of to pray for your mother. She's been under a lot of stress, but uh, as she was finishing work at her old job, but she found a new job. So that is a combination of uh, the stress and everything she's going under, but God had opened new bay windows and got her a job. So we're going to come united in prayer, me and Popcorn Bob and others out there. That's right, and I just want to say congratulations to your mother there, Olivia in Pennsylvania. Uh, she got a new job. There you go. Thank you very much, Popcorn Bob. We're going to um, pray united in prayer. Dear Jesus, we come to you united in prayer. We're praying for Olivia in Pennsylvania. We pray continually for her mother that's under a lot of stress. I pray the stress be gone. And also, as she's finishing her work at her old job, the great praise the Lord report that she found a new job. Thank you for all you do. Please bless this wonderful family, for we give it all to you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. That's right. We got an anonymous one, two more, in Louisiana. It says, I'm in the middle of going through an IFV, and we have two baby girl embryos. Please pray with me that they uh, are a match and it will become miracle girls. Absolutely, to the anonymous in Louisiana, we will definitely do that right now. So, dear Jesus, we come to you united in prayer. We're praying for this anonymous uh, listener who's in the middle of going through an IF, I'm sorry, IVF, and they have two baby girl embryos. We just pray that uh, they will make it and they become miracle daughters. Uh, we just give all this to you in Jesus' name. We pray in 110% total agreement. Amen. And I just want to add on that amen prayer. 
Sister, hang in there because God's got this matter under control. Amen? Amen. That's right. Amen. Popcorn Bob, one more and I'll let you get rolling. Okay, CA, sounds good. Okay. Melinda in California writes me, Good morning, CA. I love your radio show. I love all your uh, Christian comedy guys. I love your music. I love your encouragement. Keep pressing on. And hey, I want to go ahead and give you a shout out. Congratulations on almost four years with iHeartRadio and your Christian podcast, the Morning Brew Christian Podcast. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Melinda. Before we get ready to pray for you, thank you for all, all your support, your love, your comments. I surely appreciate that. Uh, she says, CA, please pray for my sister. She just found out she has colon cancer. Please, God, give the doctors wisdom to treat her. Amen. Um, I lost a good friend of mine. She was like an aunt. Her name was Lona, and she had caught colon cancer, sadly, and we lost her. Uh, she was like an adopted aunt to me. She was in a church that I went to for many decades. She was my Sunday school teacher. She was my adult teacher. Her and uh, Richard and uh, her late husband, Richard. Richard went first to go home to be with the Lord, and then she did a couple of years later. One of the sweetest ladies I could ever... I mean, she was always there, Johnny on the spot. For my mother, she was my mother's best friend, and uh, she was there for us for the halls, and we, we appreciate and we love her. And we know we're going to see her on the other side, but let's pray for a miracle, because God can do that for you, Melinda, for your sister. So, dear Jesus... We come united in prayer for Melinda in California. God, I just pray for her sister that she just found out she had colon cancer. God, I just pray that the doctors give her the wisdom to treat her. We lift this up and give it all to you. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Hang in there, Melinda. Amen. Amen. That's right. Okay. My friend, you're getting ready to head out. Thank you so much for tuning in a little bit with me and just saying hi and all that, and you have a safe trip, and good luck on yourselves. Well, I just want to tell everybody, thank you for welcoming me to the Morning Brew Christian Podcast Show. Please share CA's podcast anytime. He greatly appreciates it. There you go. Thank you, my friend. Okay, so we are going to get ready to play, we're going to play one song, and then it is a Ryan Stevenson song. It's called The Gospel, and then we have, you got it, the late Charles Stanley, coming up. Get back to the altar 
forgiveness when I know I deserve the fall. It called me out of my darkness and carried me to the cross. In a Stevenson, who can tell me, uh, who can tell me, who helped write Speak Life, before we get going on here with Charles, the late Charles Stanley, hmm, Toby Mac, right, and Ryan Stevenson, so there you go, something you can take to the water cooler, okay, well let's, uh, let's listen to Dr. Charles Stanley, the late Dr. Charles Stanley, we lost him earlier this year, but we, his legacy still carries on so here we go with one of his messages why would a city known for its great economy over all these years go bankrupt why would they go bankrupt unwise decisions that probably started years before why would a family choose to buy a home house that they know that they cannot afford, but they're going to buy it anyway. Unwise decision. Why would a person marry just for sexual fulfillment, not thinking about other things? Unwise decision. Why would a person drink alcoholic beverage in front of their children early in life leaving them an image of their dad, sometimes being drunk, thinking nothing of the consequence, very unwise decision. When you think about the kind of your life that you're living, would you say that the decisions that you're making are wise or unwise? I think about people who never consider the will of God for their life. They make decisions based on what they want, how they feel, what makes them feel good, or what other people think, and never asking, what's the will of the Father? Unwise, unwise decision. And we could go through life thinking about all the decisions that people make. For example, they stack up credit on their credit cards to the point that they know they can't make the payments. Why do they do that? Unwise decisions. People make unwise decisions because they leave out the most important thing in their life, and that is the wisdom of Almighty God. What place does God have in your decision-making process? Are you going to live it on your own, or are you going to be wise enough 
to seek the wisdom of God before you make any decision. So let me put it this way right up front. Before you make any decision, you should always ask this question. Is this, is this the wisest thing to do? There's always an answer. Is this the wisest thing to do? Whether it's marriage or whether it's something financial or health or whatever it might be. Is this the wisest thing to do? That's always the right question. Whether it's major or minor, is this the wisest thing to do? Somebody says, well, I don't know what wisdom is. We'll come into that. But living wisely is the best life. Wisdom is a gift from God. Living unwisely is a very expensive lifestyle to every aspect of our life. So when we turn to this passage of Scripture in a few moments, what we really see Paul doing is speaking to the people of his day and those Corinthians and Greeks, they thought they were the smartest folks in the world and probably were in many ways very wise, humanly speaking. But there's a difference between human wisdom and godly wisdom. So I want you to turn, if you will, to 1 Corinthians chapter uh, 3. And I want us to look at the 19th verse, uh, beginning with that. And there are a number of verses I want us to consider here. But I want you to keep asking in your thinking decisions that, uh, that are before you today. That when you get home today or maybe tomorrow, this week, or the coming weeks, decisions you have to make. Uh, are they going to be wise decisions or unwise? So listen to what he says in this third chapter, beginning in verse 19. And notice what he says. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness before God. Look at that. The wisdom of the world is foolishness before God, the way the world thinks apart from God. For it is written, he is the one who catches the wise in their craftiness. You don't get away with it. There are consequences. And again, the Lord knows the reasoning of the wise that they're useless. He says it's empty. Uh, they make unwise decisions. So then let no one boast in men, for all things belong to you. And so he's comparing Paul and Apollos. And so he says, uh, whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas or the world or life or death or things present, things to come, all things belong to you. They, they were trying to compare the preachers and so forth. Then he says, and look at this next verse. And you belong to Christ, and Christ belongs to God. When I think about single verses in the description, how powerful they are and how full of meaning they are, this rises to the top. Listen to this. And you belong to Christ. And Christ belongs to God. Therefore, if we belong to Christ, we belong to God. And I would ask you, who do you belong to? You either belong to God through Christ or you belong to the devil, one of the two. Some people say, well, I don't believe in the devil. Unwise belief. So with that in mind, I want us to look at uh, this whole issue of wise and unwise lifestyle and how people are living it. And the scripture distinguishes it between here. So let's look at wise living for a moment. And the first thing we want to do is define what do we mean by true, genuine wisdom? Godly wisdom. That's real wisdom. Godly wisdom is viewing things from God's viewpoint. How does he see them? And then responding to those things on the basis of what the Word of God teaches. So if I look at things from God's viewpoint, where am I going to find that? I'm going to find it in the Word of God. 
And so a person who says, I don't have time for that Bible stuff. What you're saying is, I choose to live a very foolish life. I will make foolish decisions in life. I will suffer consequences I would never have dreamed of. If you're so smart that you think you can live your life and live it happily or peacefully or successfully or any other way, apart from the teachings of the Word of God, you are playing the fool. It is foolish. You cannot. And the Bible teaches it all the way through Scripture by illustration where we can never forget it. So think about that. It's the capacity to view things from God's viewpoint. And then on the basis of that, respond to them accordingly. So you're facing a decision. What's the question? The question is this. What is the wise thing to do? If I'm going to find that out, I need to turn to the source of all wisdom. That's Almighty God. To leave God out of your life is foolish, devastating, and only a fool who hears the word of God, turns away, shuts their mind out, says, I don't want any of that because you're not thinking wisely, you're thinking foolishly. So when we look at this passage of scripture and uh, with that in mind, think about this. God is omniscient. He knows everything. He knows about yesterday. He knows about today. He knows about tomorrow. He knows what happened yesterday perfectly. You and I don't. We only know what humans can know. God has absolute, total, complete, infinite knowledge about every single thing. He's never behind because he knows the past, present, future. Nothing ever startles him or surprises him. He knows perfectly before, during, and afterwards. So it is only wise to consult one who knows everything and who has never said, oh, I forgot. Oh, I never thought about that. You say, well, what about so-and-so? They went through this problem, this heartache, this burden, this tragedy, not without God knowing it, not without God's plan. And what he allows oftentimes is beyond my comprehension. But that's knowledge. It's not beyond the wisdom and the knowledge and the awesome plan of God. It's the, the world's foolishness is just that. It's foolish. They think they know when only God knows. That's why believers are set apart. We are a part of the body of Christ. We are set apart by God through his son, Jesus Christ, to do what? To allow him to live his life in and through us. We are, listen, we are the walking children of the living God whose names are in the Lamb's book of life, who are eternally secure in him and who have him as our guide for every single day. We can come to him and ask him about any decision that needs to be made and he is willing to give us direction. But if you don't know him, if you think, you see, watch this. And I say this not to be smart aleck about it, not to be critical, but to tell the truth. That's the only thing I'm up here for, to tell the truth. That if you live in disobedience to God, what you're saying is, I don't need omniscience. I don't need omnipotence. I don't, I don't need omnipresence. I can handle it. In this mixed up, crazy, sinful, wicked, vile world, that is a foolish conclusion. A foolish conclusion. We all need Almighty God. All of us need Him every day. And so when I look at these passages and see what uh, Paul said in this particular passage, he says 
the wisdom of the world's foolishness in the eyes of God. Because you see, if you took a grain of sand and put it over here and all the beaches of the world, that little grain of sand in all the beaches of the world may be equal to our knowledge and understanding and wisdom. Apart from God, we don't have it. We don't have it. If you don't believe, look at the society in which we live. Well, look at what's happening with, uh, to us every single day. You wake up one morning and you hear this. Wake up the next morning and you hear that. Uh, let me ask you something. When's the last time you looked at the television or read the newspaper or heard anything about what's going on? You th- just said, finally, a great day has arrived. No, it's not true. So what a Christian do? Are we supposed to be worried and frustrated and anxious and fearful and go into bed and wonder what's going to happen? No, we know what's going to happen. Listen, we're sleeping in the presence of Almighty God who never sleeps, who has all power, all knowledge of every single thing. Listen, we are his children. How foolish to live apart from Holy God who has made it possible to have everything we need in Christ Jesus that's wise for us to have. So, human reason is deficient. It takes godly wisdom to live the kind of life that I know every single person really wants deep down inside. And when we're living wisely, we're going to seek his guidance about all these things. And if you'll think about this, a person who is spiritually wise, that is a person who is spiritually wise, they're going to be able to see things with their eyes others do not see. They're going to be able to hear things with their ears others don't hear. This is why somebody can say something to you very persuasively or very arrogantly, and you're a child of God walking in his spirit, and you know what they say? They send two messages. Here's what you heard them say. Here's what they said. And there's a lot of difference. Children of God who are walking wisely, are, listen, we have the wisdom of God. Because that's his desire and will for our lives. And the problem is if we ignore that, then we get in trouble. We think, oh, God, where were you? And God is saying, I've been here all along. You weren't listening. You listened to other people. You decided what you wanted, not what I wanted, because I know what's best for you. So when we're living wisely, we will live a certain way. And what is it, in essence, to make it simple, when we're living wisely, we're going to be able to walk through the deepest, darkest valleys of life. We're going to walk through paths that we think there'd be no way to walk. We're going to be able to walk through situations and circumstances and heartaches that we would never think we could ever endure. But when you walk in wisely, here's what happens. God says, this is the next step. And this is the next step. And this is the next step. And this is the next step. You know why he doesn't tell us a whole story? He tells me, can't, you, you can't even fathom it sometimes. You couldn't stand to know where God may lead you. So what does he do? Step by step. And so we ask him for, Lord, what shall I do in this decision? This is the step. What shall I do in this? And you see, if we just decided we're going to do it ourselves, we just go plowing through the difficulty and the hardship and the pain. We find ourselves making mistakes. God, remember, he loves us enough to keep us on the path. He loves us enough to keep our eyes on things that are real and true and genuine. But then there's the other life. There's the people who live foolishly. So I want you to turn, if you will, to, uh, let's turn to James. Over to James and um, 
I want you to look at this passage in, um, in this third chapter, in verse 13. He asked this question, and similar to what Paul asked. Who among you is wise and understanding? Let him show by his good behavior his deeds in the gentleness of wisdom. But if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your heart, do not be arrogant and so lie against the truth. This wisdom is not that which comes down from above, but is earthly, natural, and demonic. Now, I want you to think about this for a moment. There are two different kinds of wisdom. There's the wisdom of God, and there's the wisdom that comes through man's thinking. And I want you to notice how he describes this. He says, this wisdom is described in the following fashion. It is earthy, natural, and demonic. Now, what does he mean by that? Here means by earthy, that it's limited to what man can do. It's limited to man's reasoning and his thinking and his attempts and his, his accomplishments in life. That, that, that's, that's how limited that is. Well, how, listen, how smart is man today? We might be able to invent things and go to the moon and this, that, and other, but can't get along with each other. And so we can think about all the things that man's wisdom and his knowledge and understanding without God can create. He can't do anything without God. It's earthy. So that's one part of the of wisdom. And then secondly, he says, it is um, natural. That is, we all have a naturalness in us. And that is, that part of us that that part of us that does not want to obey God, that part of us that is subject to temptation, that part of us that desires our will and our way. You may not yield to it, but all of us have that naturalness in us. Some people call it a sin nature, call it what you want to, but all of us have it. And so he says, those who are walking unwisely, their wisdom is earthy, doesn't get nowhere. And secondly, it's natural, it's sensual. It relates to uh, the fallen nature. And um, if, if you recall in First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14, he says, but a natural man doesn't accept the things of the Spirit of God. They're foolishness to him. And he cannot understand them because they're spiritually praised. So you get in a discussion with somebody who doesn't believe what you believe about the Lord Jesus Christ, the God of holy things. And you know, we say, well, why can't you believe that? And the, you know why they can't? Because God said they couldn't. Apart from the Spirit of God, they will not be able to understand the things of God. Man's knowledge. It's earthy. It's very limited. Secondly, it's natural. And that is, it's corrupt. But then he says, for example, listen, it's demonic. Its root is found in Satan himself. So go back to Genesis chapter 3. Everything was absolutely perfect. And Satan convinced Eve. She believed a lie. And look at the consequences. The many people today, you may be one of them. You've listened to the devil's lie. You've listened to him say to you, you don't need God. Those church people are weak. You can handle it. Uh, you, you're smart enough to handle you got position, you got money, you got intellect, you got talent. You don't, you don't need that religious stuff at all. Mark it down. That is the voice of the devil. The word of God says it is demonic. It deals with your naturalness and that earthiness a part of you. 
And if you listen to Satan's lies, he's always going to tell you, well, well, this is the easy way. The issue is this. What is the wisest thing to do? When your children come to you and they ask you, what should I do about this, that, and the other? What do you say to them? Well, let me think about it. Or do you say to them, uh, no, or why not? Because I said so. Or why don't you say to them, I've been thinking about that. And my conclusion is, it's not the wisest thing to do. One thing we need to instruct our children is to ask that question. What is the wise thing to do? Not what is everybody else doing. What's the wisest thing to do? In other words, what does God see on the basis of his omniscience of knowing everything? Omnipotence having all power. Omnipresence being, he's in the middle of everything you're dealing with. The question is, what is the wisest thing to do? What is the wisest thing to do? Listen, sometimes the wisest thing for you to do, nobody will agree with it. But you know what? Remember, all their knowledge together can't equal the wisdom of God. Listen, you can't ever go wrong. You cannot ever go wrong obeying God. Never. Never. Amen. There we go. And that is the lesson from Dr. Charles Stanley, Living Wisely or Foolishly. He sure has been missed. I tell you, I would have to put him right up there with Billy Graham. That's why we're honored to play his uh, lessons, to put them on, out on the air. And maybe you're going through that. Maybe this advice that Dr. Stanley's given you, do you want to live wisely or do you want to live foolishly? Think about that. We're here to help, okay? You can always text a, text a prayer to me or you can Facebook message me. Feel free anytime, the Morning Brew Christian Podcast, and uh, our team will receive that, and we will take care of helping you any way we can. So let's lead off in prayer on a Thursday. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for all you do. Father God, I just pray you watch over, God and protect us, keep us safe, and may these words of wisdom from the late Dr. Charles Stanley reach some of these people that need it, either living wisely or foolishly. Hopefully they're living wisely through you and the knowledge that you give us, because there's a lot of things you don't want us to know but we just put everything in your hands, whether it's relationships, whether it's finances, whether it's troubles with our kids. We just lift it up and give it all to you and be with all these many prayer requests in 110% agreement. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, guys, this is CA. I'm going to saddle up. I'm going to head down the hall. Y'all share this podcast anytime. Leaving my uh, studio room here, Face Studio 2, and 10 minutes outside of downtown Fort Worth. Y'all have a great day. We'll talk again soon. Bye for now.